If you've been following along and have never joined a design bootcamp, I'm going to encourage you to sign up. It's five hours of workshops and we have live versions going on often so you can come and ask questions. Go to www.designsuitecourses.com slash design bootcamp. If you have been struggling to get sales from your design work or understanding what you really need to do to make money, I have the workshop for you. On September 23rd, I'm hosting my first ever profitable designer workshop. This one day, three hour workshop is only $97, but I have a discount for all my podcast listeners. Go to KarinaGardnerCourses.com slash profit and put in the code podcast for $50 off. I can't wait to see you more profitable. Welcome to the Make and Design Podcast. I'm your host, Karina Gardner. On this podcast, we're unraveling the everyday joys and dilemmas of design, making, and business. For makers who want to be designers and for designers who are makers, this is your inside scoop to help you grow your business and bring more creativity to your life. Hey guys, I'm here with Jeannie Dickinson again. Jeannie is one of my Design Suite members. She's been with me for a very, very long time. And one of the things I love about Jeannie is that she really knows her art. And I've seen her over the last 14 years or so do all these wonderful things in her process. And so um, Jeannie has had some really hard things happen. And I think this, for a lot of you out there, whether you've had hard things or not, I think this is going to resonate with you in terms of process. We're going to talk a lot about process. We're going to talk about the tactile part of it. We're going to talk about the digital part of it. But um, Jeannie, will you tell us kind of how you got started, what your process was for getting started? I know you started stuff in your 20s, but then like what happened to really propel your art? Um, It was just the thing I needed in my life, my whole life, Um, from surviving many things, actually. It's just... And I think there are people who know art is just a way, creativity. I want to call it creativity because art is limited to many people. But creativity is what soothes your soul. It's just what you need a little bit in your life all the time. But mine just kept growing and I was never afraid when people would ask me, how do you do that? Oh, well, this is how you do it. I created a class, it's a hands-on. And I taught a lot of hands-on from the beginning. And then I kind of went into um, like doing, teaching card making and that, because that's more what people needed. because not everybody wanted to try and paint a whole object or a face or a, they just wanted to color a stamp. And so I taught how to make all these cool creative cards. And um, I did, you know, throughout, I still painted and doodled. Isn't, aren't we all doodlers? Don't leave a piece of paper by me because it's going to have some kind of doodle on it. Um, <laughs> Or face. Now it's faces. I um, it's just the way I am. So then, um, after uh, and paths are they wind. They don't go straight. So here I just thought, oh yeah, I like to create things. 
and I had helped other people create change. And then um, I thought a dream was to have the scrapbook store. And I bought a scrapbook store and uh, I thought, well, I can teach lots of people how to make cards and projects and, and help with their memories. And again, it was still all tactile, but I do firmly believe all the tactile I did get your muscle memory yeah. working in your brain to be able to create other ways. And again, I say, don't be afraid to try something new. Don't be afraid to keep trying. Um, because once we lost the store to the fire. Oh, let's get, and- let's get into that a little bit, Jeannie. Tell them a little bit about the buying the scrapbooking store and then what happened with that. Because I think this is really, really powerful, especially for anyone right now who is in a struggle. Because this is really, really fascinating. So I had bought the scrapbook store and um, our my apartment was in the back of the scrapbook store. My husband was still in Cheyenne because he had to work here because there were no jobs for him to transfer yet. And um, so we had a little apartment and the um, we lost everything to fire. It, it was... It was pretty devastating when, and they had cleared the whole building, but us, they forgot about us. So where we slept, I had um, air purifiers, so we didn't know the smoke was there. So anyway, um, and I'm only telling you this part so you kind of understand the trauma in my brain from it. So when the firemen finally bridged the door, I looked at it and he's yell- they're yelling at us. They're in full gear, oxygen. And I'm like grabbing my camera and grabbing and they finally pulled me. And so I ended up leaving my phone, my computer. And I, I just looked at him and I said, you know, calm down. It'll be okay. We're going to all be fine. And I remember him just staring at me really funny. I mean, he just, and my husband grabbed his bag and I said, you know what? Let us move our vehicle for you. That'll help you stay calm. And um, so I still hadn't looked. We just went and got in our vehicle, drove to the back lot that was empty, got out, turned, and there were four stories of flames. So you had no idea. You had no idea that no. the fire was so bad. You just no. thought it was like a little something or other. Yeah, I'm like, ah, it's gonna be fine. And that that was when it hit. And I, I mean, I had left my insulin. I'm diabetic. My phone. I couldn't contact my kids. I couldn't. It was kind of strange there for a while, but. I had to clean up for three months by myself to get everything organized. I actually, the debris in that was an antique building. So I actually, from the stuff that fell, I lost my hearing for three, for like two months. Um, I had, um, 
on my arm, just all kinds of stuff. And that's to lead up to say, I, once that cleanup was done, I didn't talk for a year. My husband would come home every week. He'd say, is this the weekend you're going to talk to me? And I would just look at him like, and nothing would come out because I was like, I don't have anything to say. I, but my mind shut down trying to heal. Um, and there were a couple other traumas that actually happened at the same time. So my mind just shut down to try and deal with them. And um, my diabetic doctor finally said, I need you to go back before the fire. Find something that you had an interest in, something to kind of get you calm inside your brain. So the one thing was creativity. So I want to tell you, it. I started doing some art journaling. There's some scary pages there. Nothing I would ever put into digital. <laughs> um, but I had to process. I had to process that. And as I started doing that, I started processing more and more. And I knew, I knew it was soothing my soul which meant my brain could calm, but I also knew I needed something different to kind of take me a little bit different path to finish the healing. And I decided to go to Jessica Sprague and do some digital stuff because I had lost a lot of stuff, mm -hmm. but I had pictures. So I could do those pictures into digital format um, and things. And then Karina came and was teaching, they were teaching paper design. And I was like, oh, well, here's a whole new thing. If I can learn that, maybe I could learn how to do my own style, me in it. And um, I do have a very grungy layered vintage style um that is i i'm thinking about that now and it was that way in digital and it's that way in tactile both i guess and i started doing that and learning and it is a process because then i had to go back to kind of a tactile doing more of that because i needed i can look back and see this so if you somebody's going through something don't be afraid to try and do whatever kind of art you can afford. I don't care if it's a dollar book from the dollar store and a pencil, but do something. Um, whether it's abstract, whether it's just painting flowers over and over because it fills your mind. Jeannie, would you say that, that during that time period, because you went through some really tough things and it sounds to me like art kind of saved you your creativity kind of saved you like it's the thing that took you over the hump of like all the the trauma you had experienced would you say that's true that is very true and and my art did that but the digital learning was artistic but it was something new and different that got my mind to 
to really focus on that so that my brain can heal. Does, does that make it totally make makes sense. sense. So you, you almost needed something new as a trigger to like get you to where you needed to be. So that's so interesting to me because you started out very tactile, right? And then you had a scrapbooking company, which means like, you know, business. So like that meant you really were tactile, right? But the thing that actually got you through was like changing platforms, changing the way you did yeah. things all together. Because by making that change, what do you think happened? That's, that's what I'm curious about. Like that, cause that's really, that's a big change to go from tactile to digital. It really is. And at the age I was that the, the digital came to me, I knew that it was the right thing, that it was what I was needed. It was a distraction, but I believe every, every art form, because digital is an art form, that we learn can be combined and it makes us a better artist. I could do digital because I had done so much tactile. I honestly believe that. Again, muscle memory is there. Oh, wait, I can, I can naturally put these things together digitally and go, oh, that is really cool. I, I reviewed some digital work from our class back then. And I went, my husband came in. And this was uh, three months ago when we started Design Suite. And he's looking over my shoulder and he's like, who made that? Who, who made that? Where'd all that come from? Because I've got it, you know, up on my mat. And I said, I did that all through the digital classes I've taken. And he goes, really? Well, you need to use that. That's really cool. <laughs> and I was like, oh. But again, you, you the digital and, and in my process, so I learned digital. I was able to start scanning art, the tactile in, and start playing with it and learning and growing. And where I am now, I couldn't have gotten here if I hadn't done the last 10, 12 years. Yeah. Digital and tactile. So it's a little bit of time and it's a little bit of changing methods, right? Like I think it's kind of a little yeah. bit of both and keeping your mind fresh to new ideas because that kind of helped you kind of make some changes. And even, I'm going to say this, when I told, so I kind of told the Facebook group, I'm thinking about doing this thing and I almost felt like you a little bit bucked. Like, what? what is she doing? Like I do want to do it, but like, what? What is she doing? She sent me this long email about it. And I, I responded back and I was like, actually, I like really appreciate Jeannie's opinion about it because like in the past I've done this and this and this. But I think once she saw like my methodology, because in my head I was like, I need to create a program. It's like if I were teaching you at a university, if you were teaching, then you would have access to me. We would be talking about your artwork, we would be critiquing it. And I knew like what I made as a designer and what I made as a teaching person on the internet. I was just like, it's like financially, this doesn't make a lot of sense unless I raise my prices and I do all these things. And then I started thinking about how I was like, I want the premiere of the premiere. I want like artists and creatives 
who like want to invest in themselves in a way that other people aren't doing. And so when I finally put the program up, it's so funny. Jeannie, Jeannie who bucked at me was the first one to buy it. You were the first one. Like you were like, I'm there. I'm in. I'm, I'm there. And I was like, okay, she's going to see that we're going to level her up in a way she has never leveled before, which is crazy because I've seen her process over the 14 years. And I, you've leveled up a lot, like a lot, a lot, a lot. And yet, like, I think there's still progress, not just for you, but for me, like as a teacher and as a designer, I'm always trying to level up. And I see that with you. You also are always trying to level up. Yes. And I did, but I really wanted, I was, I guess I was being devil's advocate, but I wanted, Hey, let's look at all of this then. What, what is this really going to be? And I needed that for me because it is a process. It's a long journey. It's not an overnight success. Yeah. And art is just that way. Creativity is just that way. And I, I love that you can see I have, I have journeyed the last, since we've known each other. Yeah. I mean, before that, but since we've known each other and I have, my process has refined from scanning in photography, you know, pictures of art in, what can I do with it? And part of my Adobe capture, oh, when that came out, it was my bestest friend. It still is because you would not believe the art that I can take with Adobe capture on this new iPad and get it in and do more and more, but now it's about, um, like you said, leveling up. Okay, now I want to help the one being able to have access to the art they may not be able to do, but they like. And I take all this art, part of my process was getting it in digital, you know, into digital, but then pulling it back out and working with it what can i do with it um i know we have these up yes let's we're going to talk about this okay so if you're on the podcast Jeannie is holding up she has um a charcoal drawing of a girl and it's like it's very organic you can see all the lines and the shading it's really beautiful and then next to it she has a digital printout or is it an art book what is it Jeannie? this well it's oh it's a frame this it's um what I did was I put it into digital, then I I cleaned it up some, and I did this with Adobe Capture and Photoshop. Yeah, so she's then, created kind of like a cool digital rendering, and basically made it like super vintagey and art artsy. But what did you well, do? I print I printed it back out, different sizes, and this is a transfer which is an artist technique. So what can I help other people? I can do the art and then I can show them how they can be creative with it. Mm -hmm. And then this is put on burlap and plaster and then it's just transferred on and boom, it's Yes. It's so good. It's seriously so good because I love both pieces. I love the digital piece and I love the organic piece. To me, like you have to have both. And 
Jeannie, also, I think the thing that you understand that I think that not everybody understands about art is that art is great, but like the moment you are able to put it into other people's hands, that's where a lot of the joy comes in. Like you're creating impact. And I will say, I have to tell you the name of this piece, this girl. Uh-huh. Because um, she was came from the process of overcoming the fire and learning digital and then going back to tech. Her, her title is Strength Within. Oh, I love that. I love that. Strength Within. Um, Which, like, is such a good reflection of you, Jeannie. We didn't talk about this here on this podcast, but, like, Jeannie has exuded a quiet confidence. I think those are her words. I said I had seen over the last 10 to 12 years, I've noticed how more confident she is about her art, what she's doing, how she's doing it. And she used the word quiet confidence. I was like, that is exactly right. Like if you're an artist and you're out there and you're trying to do your thing and you kind of find your art, like you will know when you hit that quiet confidence that what you're doing is good for your soul and hopefully also good for the souls of those around you if you're able to figure out ways for them to enjoy it as well. Yeah, and I would, um, I have to say, um, whatever a creative does, go out of your comfort zone every once in a while. Um, Like I had said before, I learned to make metal covers for an art journal. Because now I just, you know, you get this new, different, and you want to fill it up. And that's what you need is the practice. But you go back and you take that inspiration and that feeling and you go back to your design work or your art and you're empowered to do more. And I think that's important for every creative every um, genre to remember, recognize, and do. Practice, create, go out of your comfort zone, and then create more. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Such good advice, you guys. Like, rewind, go back 10, 20 seconds, listen Jeannie say that again, because it is so true. It's a rinse and repeat process. And bringing in all those new elements will make it exciting and new again. Okay, Jeannie, we're going to wrap it up, even though you and I could literally talk all day. Uh, where can they find you, That's Jeannie? That's true. <laughs> where can they find you, oh, Jeannie? Well, really quick, I just have to say, this is my Karina plug. Oh. But, um, <laughs> we'll let I you do a Karina back, plug. <laughs> okay. I'm back into the design suite. Because I'm again going processing. I'm improving my processes, trying to get it out there to the world, but having to learn how to do that with what I have. And I have, as Karina knows, lots of art in that computer and on my studio walls. (laughs) Um, But so I'm there to continue the process because it's a journey. Yeah, I agree. And and, and you um, you have, are leveling up even because 
one of the things that I created in Design Suite, sorry you guys, this really wasn't meant to be a plug for Design Suite, but one of the things I did create in the program that I have never done before is this thing called Design Mastery Program where we meet every single week. To me, that's where the money is. That's where the magic is because everyone's submitting stuff and you can see the community, what like what we're making, what everybody is doing. And everybody's art styles are so different and yet like it's all so beautiful, right? Yeah, and just so you guys know, I'm making Karina work for it because I set a goal, 30 things in 30 oh, days and yes. she gets to get it. I'm so excited about this goal. When Jeannie told me she was going to make this goal, I was like, I am here for it. She said she's going to make 30 things in 30 days. And I'm like, oh man, I wish like we could issue this to all the design suite members. And if you're not part of my design suite, if you are like an artist out there, I would like want to issue that to you as well. Like seriously, yeah. 30 things in 30 days. Like, dude, there's power in that. That is like, that's like, that is the muscle memory that Jeannie's talking about. I really believe in muscle memory and like being able to create a little bit every day. I think it's, first of all, I think it's just good for your soul. I think it's good for you in your heart. Like I think your body needs it. If you're creative and your heart yearns for creative things, like when you make the commitment like that, I think it's really awesome. But for Jeannie, even more so, I love it because we're into production. And so I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Let's produce, produce, produce. Yeah, and I was going to add that, that it doesn't matter what kind of creative you are, if you're a creative, five minutes, five minutes every day for 30 days. Yeah, which is something you know, we haven't talked it. about, but like the whole debunked belief that if you're a fine artist, that you're creating and painting for three days at a time. No, 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 no. Like art is art. And if it takes you five minutes to draw a quick little sketch, like that's good. That's important. That's good. And um, I love that Jeannie has embraced that because sometimes all we do have is a couple of minutes, right? Sometimes we have a whole hour and it's wonderful, but a lot of times we don't. We've got kids, we've got husbands, we've got, we're caretakers. Like, I mean, there's all sorts of things going in our lives that deter us from getting the art done. So the end, the real end message at the end of this is get the art done, you guys. And, and whether you think of it as art or not, because I mean, this is called the make and design progress because I talk about design, but the truth is so much of design starts out as art, right? Like our little scribbles, yes. our little doodles, whatever mm -hmm. we're doing tactilely. Get creative and then go to Karina's art. Yeah. <laughs> and learn the process of the other parts of it yeah but if you're looking for me and my art it's com, and it's j-e-a-n-i-e i-e d-e-s-i-g-n-s -E -E yeah so geniedesigns.com i'll make sure and post it in the show notes so that you guys can go check it out because she is really especially she's going to do this 30 days like this this podcast will probably have aired by the time she's already done this so i'm excited to see all the new art that's going to show up on her website which will be amazing so it'll be so good you guys thank you so much for joining us joining us i always love that you are here i hope that you had a wonderful time and that you got so much out of this and we will talk to you soon Hey, did you know that you can visit me at makeanddesign.com to learn more about this podcast and join my VIP group for weekly freebies? I can't wait to see you there.